Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was Mr. MTV from Nothing More. And joining me on the program now is from man Johnny Hawkins. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Excellent, dude. Yeah, doing really well. Well, uh, you're going to be heading down here in February for the Soundwave Tour, which is our best touring festival here in Australia. Uh, is this, this is the first time that uh, we'll see you guys down here, right? Yeah, this will be our first time to Australia uh, ever. It's pretty exciting, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're all just pumped. I mean, some of our favorite bands are from Australia, like uh, Carnival and Dead Letter Circus and 12 Foot Ninja and Cog. So I mean, a lot of bands that we really respect and listen a lot to. So y- y'all have something special in the water down there. And so we're, we're just coming over there so we can drink it and see if we get any of y'all's magic powers. <laughs> I think you've got your own magic powers. Uh, you know, so I think, you know, bring it down here, you know, you've toured with those guys or seen those guys live? Yeah, we've, we've gotten a tour with 12 Foot Ninja a little bit. We've gotten to do, um, a little bit of touring with Carnival in the States. Um, actually we, we played with them in Belgium randomly when we were over in Europe, uh, just for one show and, you know, haven't got a chance to play with Dead Letter Circus yet, but, um, two of the guys in my band have seen them live and they said they just loved it, so I can't wait to... I, I don't think we're going to see any of those bands, actually, at Soundwave, but it's still uh, still kind of an honor and cool to be over there in Australia with their friend. Oh, for sure, man. Well, you know, the great thing about Soundwave is, you know, they're really supportive of bands that maybe aren't as well-known as the headliners, you know, and, and give people the chance to discover artists like yourselves. And even though, you know, you guys have been together for a few years... Since you were announced, have you found that, you know, people have been checking you out more and things like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've gotten, uh, you know, when people see the lineup and they start kind of slowly trickling through, checking out who some of the bands are, we're getting a lot of a lot of interest from people in Australia online. Um, I'm seeing it especially, like, on YouTube comments uh, for some of our music videos. So it's kind of cool to see that little um, pre-wave pun intended, I guess, <laughs> before it's <sound wave. laughs> That's so good. Well, uh, you know, you guys are no strangers to playing big festivals. You know, you've done the massive download festival. How was that experience for you guys? Um, <clears throat> that was really, really good for us. Uh, that was, it was really, a, it was like a packed uh, tent. So we played in front of a few thousand um, for our first time to ever play over there. And it was just, I mean, it, it was just the best way we could have started our presence over there. And we just did a follow-up um, with Pretty Reckless in the U.K. after that uh, download festival. So things going well there as well. And um, so Australia is really one of the big ones on our checklist that we have yet to get to. So getting excited, man. <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, you're going to be kicking off 2015 in a big way. 
It's a long trip. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that part of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring some sleeping pills and I, I don't know what kind of drugs uh, or combinations of drugs to just put me asleep for that whole. <laughs> <laughs> or just load up the laptop. <laughs> That's probably what I will do. I don't really sleep well in those things, so I'll just, I'm usually writing music on the laptop anyway. So who knows, the whole whole next record may be written after that trip. We'll see. Maybe, maybe a bit of, uh, you know, Australian inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I, as I was saying before, man, I, I've been loving your self-titled album, you know, and my favourite track is the one we played before was Mr. MTV. Uh, which tracks off it are, are the most fun for you to play live? I would say... I think Salem, which is actually an older tune off of our record, The Few Not Fleeting. It was mm-hmm. the record right before the self-titled one. Um, and the reason I say that one is just because we do a big drum solo where we're all on drums and doing and flipping drums and doing kind of taiko-style Japanese kind of rhythms. Um, and it's just visually, it's really exciting. And also for us, it's a lot of fun to just, you know, beat the shit out of things and call it music. And then um, I'd say off this record, though, I really like playing First Punch just because it's it's probably one of my least favorites, uh, if you were going to ask me what my favorite song was on the record. Mm-hmm. But to play live uh, at a festival, it just translates a little bit better because it's a little bit more meat and potatoes and straight down the middle rock. So it just... It just works well, and it's easier to perform, and it's just fun. Um, but it's not like my favorite song to listen to. Uh, I don't know; it's a little different. <laughs> Would you? We be doing the, uh, you know, the the drum solo. Yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be doing uh, a big uh, bass solo that we call the bassinator. That's just our dumb name for it. But it's uh, basically all three of us, Daniel, Mark, and myself, while Paul's back on the drums, the three of us are jumping on one bass guitar, and we're all playing it where Dan and Mark are kind of kind of fretting it like a piano with their fingers, and I'm playing it with drumsticks, almost like a hammer dulcimer, and all the while, the bass is locked into this mechanism that our bass player built, and this mechanism locks into our drums up front and has a lever on it, and we pull it, and the bass spins around and locks upside down at one point, and I'm jumping on the drums to play it up higher, and we're spinning it another direction. Um, anyway, it's it's an interesting kind of, uh, a little bit more unorthodox kind of showpiece that we do. Um, so hopefully that'll spark some interest for uh, people that are going to come see us. I think that's that's. I mean, to get creative like that, you've, you know, it, it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun playing live. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've we've always um, we've always been kind of a performance based band first, and you know, there's a lot of bands that I think uh, come out with a great record, and they they either have a great producer that they started working with, and they kind of launch them into this really good sound and then they kind of have to catch up and figure out how to make that happen live mm-hmm. and i think for us it kind of happened the opposite direction where we were always performing and the live show was where we really excelled but our records really needed more time to kind of mature and our songwriting needed to mature a little bit and so 
now that we have the record, I think uh, where we want it and where we've always been kind of searching for, now it's really cool to kind of put the two together with the live performance side, which is a really big part of what we are, what we are, and what we do. Seems like you guys are just unstoppable life. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, the thing that I really liked about you guys is, you know, you you remind me of a mix of bands like, you know, that, that I love, like Filter and Tool and Stabbing Westwood and, and bands like that. Is that fair to say that, you know, you guys have drawn influences from that ba- those bands and, you know, put your own spin on it? Oh, yeah. Those are, I mean, those are definitely bands we've been influenced by. Uh, Tool was definitely a really big one of one of those. And I think you know, you know, every artist is uh, in, in a lot of ways uh, a, just a grouping together of a lot of their influences, interacting with who they are as an individual, and we're no different in that regard. And definitely, um, I think it was kind of it was kind of a hard thing in the rock world um, the last you know ten to fifteen years. It seems like there was this really good amazing heap of bands that came out of the 90s and early 2000 airtime and then it just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and it it was like a sinkhole in the rock history for you know a lot of good bands coming out it felt like and i think it's now i think we're turning a corner now that um, the music industry is kind of rebuilding itself from that whole digital revolution that it went through um with records not selling like they used to, um, and everything. So I think I think we're in a cool place now where we're seeing a lot of bands. Um, you know, for example, a band we just toured with, Sleepwave, which is a new up and comer as well. Yeah, and but some other bands we've toured with that are new that all kind of seem to be drawing from the same influences of that era of bands because that's just kind of where we left off in the rock world in a lot of ways. I agree with you, man. It did seem to lose its way. A lot of bands, I, I don't know. Yeah, there was, a, like, I found that the hardcore thing took over a little bit too much for a while. You know, the metalcore and breakdowns and everything like that. And over the last probably couple of years, it's starting to get really interesting again. You know, a lot of younger dudes are influenced by older bands. Like, a lot of dudes around here, uh, guitarists especially, you know, draw influences from bands like Toto. You know, when I talk to them, it's it's crazy, man. But it, it's it's showing yeah. that, you know, that that music is starting to get a little bit more uh, creative and interesting again, which is which is excellent. Totally. And on that uh, same kind of thought, I, I think it's it's almost like what we experienced in the '80s when, uh, and I don't speak out of, you know, this isn't the truth by any means. It's just my perspective. But uh, it seemed like when synthesizers came out and they were starting to really pick up in popularity. Mm. Um, it seemed like you had this, this wave in the 80s where all these bands wanted to make everything like electronic, and it's almost like the electronic world hadn't really like had enough time to develop into anything like really lasting and timeless yet. And so we look back at the 80s, and it was just kind of this... I mean, there was good stuff that came out of the 80s, no doubt, but there was still kind of this this heap of just kind of strange things that don't hold up well over time because mm. of the 
technology that they're using. And I think in the same way, we're kind of going through another one of those waves and maybe coming out of the tail end of it where, like, all the this kind of metalcore and very, um, uh, I don't know, stuff in that world, it's like we now have this new ability to, like, overproduce things because we have computers that are so strong and we can edit things, like, so incredibly tight mm. that we kind of go off as a culture on, like, a rabbit trail for a little bit, just like they did in the 80s with synthesizers and, like, kind of weird-sounding drums. And I think we're going to kind of sink back into, oh, yeah, it's still about, like, having a good song and not just, like, who can edit the most notes the fastest and (laughs) the computer program. But, um, I don't know, it just seems to be, like, in my head at least, there's kind of a, a parallel there. I totally agree with you there, dude. Well, we're going to go to the track, This Is The Time, from your self-title album. Now, look, thanks for hanging with us tonight, Johnny, and uh, looking really looking forward to seeing you dudes at Soundwave 2015. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Can't wait, and I'll, uh, I'll see you there. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 